You're listening to Donnie Darko Minute 5. Don't ask me What you know is true Don't have to tell you I love your precious heart Welcome to the Donnie Darko Minute, the internet's only podcast where we look at every excruciating, even no matter how minute detail of the movie Donnie Darko, minute by minute. I'm Angelo Natoli, and here with me is Paul Kells. Yo. And Paul, what do we got in this minute? So in this minute, it opens up, we see uh, Donnie's mom, Rose, played by Mary McDonald. She's reading uh, Stephen King's It, and then it, uh... Donnie walks into the kitchen, opens up the fridge, and then uh, cut to the family sitting down at dinner and having some... Uh, a completely pleasant family yes. dinner. Some very uh, nice political talk, apparently. So Mary McDonald, she was a very accomplished actress by the time she came to this movie. Uh, yeah. She was immediately interested in the film after reading the script, so she was clearly a very smart woman. Uh, she's a two-time Oscar nominee. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride, I guess. From 97 on, she's been mostly a TV actress. She was the first lady in Independence Day and in Dances with Wolves. Oh, man. If I was clever enough to remember that stupid quote from Independence Day, the (laughs) the speech at the end, I'd say it. This is our Independence Day. (laughs) And she was uh, nominated for Best Lead Actress in Passion Fist and Supporting Actress for uh, Dances with Wolves. You know, I've never seen Dances with Wolves. I saw it so many years ago, I might as well have never seen it. But, uh, I mean... All I know is that it beat out Goodfellas for best film. I think... Uh, and But it has the same plot as Avatar, right? Avatar is just blue dances with wolves? <laughs> uh, no, but you're thinking of the Smurfs. No, 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 no. All right, now I need to watch that to figure it out. All right, so she's reading It, but uh, she's a little behind in her reading because it came out in 1986, and we'll find out in a couple of minutes that this movie takes place in 1988. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's, uh, you know, she's busy housewife, you know. Well, I guess she's a housewife. We don't really know if she works yet, do we? No, but, so uh, we can see as Donnie walks in through the kitchen, there is, uh, written on the refrigerator is, where's Donnie? Yeah, so... I- that kind of makes me think that this isn't, like, something abnormal at all. Like, even his family doesn't care anymore. It's like, yeah, Donnie's sleepwalking somewhere. Yeah, Look so I guess morning. when your son is going missing all the time, you you don't have a lot of time to read Stephen King novels. This is true. So, yeah, then uh, we cut to the family, sitting down at dinner, where uh, Elizabeth lets Eddie know that she plans on voting for Michael Dukakis. And then the mom gives this, like, death stare. Yeah, she's definitely, uh, doesn't seem to be on the same political page as her husband, I guess. That's what that kind of look tells me. Um, and Dukakis, I never even heard of him in school or anything like that. Well, I mean, we were kind of a little too young to I know. think about politics then. But it God. just goes to show you, like, it is completely irrelevant who wins for, who runs for president. It's only... Oh, yeah. Only, everybody only remembers the person that wins. Okay, so I looked up some more info on Michael Dukakis in the 1988 presidential election. Uh, Michael Dukakis was the longest-running governor of the state of Massachusetts. He's also only the second-ever Greek-American pre- uh, governor. 
in the history of the United States. Yeah, Paul, he wasn't president. <laughs> it's not almost, almost. I mean, maybe in the tangent timeline. You never know. Yeah. He lost the 1988 presidential election to George H.W. Bush. This ended up being the third consecutive win for the Republican Party, and this is the first and to date last time that a party has won more than two consecutive elections. The last time that happened was when the Democrats won all five elections from 1932 to 1948. It's interesting. Yeah, he only won eight states uh, with a total of 111 electoral, electoral votes. There was only about 7.8% difference between the popular vote, though, between him and George Bush Sr. Wow, wow. So it was a really close vote on the popular vote. Yeah, it always seems to be for uh, the Democrats when they lose. Also, how crazy is this? Bush is the first vice president to be elected president since Martin Van Buren in 1836. It's a long time to go. Yeah. So yeah, Dukakis, he still lives at his home in Brookline, Massachusetts, not Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. You no, know, we're, we're better. At least he's an East Coast guy. Yeah, sure. East Coast represent. Uh, yeah, they bought that home in the 1970s, and they still live there today. Uh, Donnie's dad is very conservative. He yep. is not down with Rose. He's definitely would love Donald Trump. <laughs> I think so. Um, and some, you know, some political opinions never change, I guess, because he's still complaining about, you know, half his paycheck going to the federal government when he's trying to get braces for his kids. And, uh, you know, he thinks that only a man should be working, apparently, because uh, he says when... He tells uh, Elizabeth when half his her husband's check goes to the federal government, and she kind of uh, has something to say about that. She goes, "My husband's check." Yeah, Elizabeth would definitely be at the women's march if she, if oh, this yes. took place today. Women's lib is alive and well in 1988, apparently. Yeah, and so she's taking a year off of college, but hopefully she will be attending Harvard the following year. Yeah, we get a little bit of a clip at of that at the end, which I mean, kind of tells you that she's a pretty smart girl too i mean even though according to donnie she's uh still working at the yard barn yeah so i looked up the yarn barn to see it if, if it exists and um i don't think it's the same yarn barn that he talks about in the movie because the movie takes place in virginia but there is a yarn barn in connecticut and well, maybe they maybe they just moved from virginia to connecticut you know maybe there was a franchise and it's, that's the last one yeah we're um we're actually sponsored by the yarn barn for this episode they don't know that yet, but uh, they are. And they're not giving us any money. But uh, yeah, shout out to the Yarn Barn in Connecticut. This is probably the most advertising they've ever gotten. Ever. Located in Woodbridge, Connecticut. Check them out. The Yarn Barn is more than just a website. They teach classes and host internationally recognized instructors for special workshops. And they attend fiber conferences all over the country. Check out the Yarn Barn. Fiber conferences, people. Fiber conferences. I hope we, I hope we don't get sued for like using their name. Oh crap! It's all right. It's all right. I'll edit it out. <laughs> we don't. We don't want our name attached to this terrible podcast. <laughs> all right, Paul. I just realized something. I hope this uh -oh. doesn't change how you look at the movie. Oh boy! All right. So, the Washington Capitals farm team is in Virginia. Donnie Darko was probably a Caps fan. How does that okay. make you feel? Oh boy. I mean, he definitely liked hockey. I mean, you know. He I don't know. Doesn't look like know. a baseball kid. Doesn't look like he's in the NFL. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I know. That's going to be rough. I don't know. It's it's definitely not a, definitely definitely not ideal. No, it makes it puts a, a spin on this movie then. That I, I don't know if I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're wrapping up this minute. So you could find us on Twitter at Donnie Darko Min. You could find myself on Twitter at Hello Jello. Jello spelt like my name, G E L O. Paul, where can they find you? You can find me at 
Paulie K K A Y eighty five on Twitter. And I believe this is wrapping up our first week of podcasts. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As the movie gets on, you know, our episodes will get longer. We'll have more content. We won't be struggling so much for info. And maybe we'll even have some guests on. So, uh, you know. Yeah, if anybody's interested in Skyping in for a call, we are open to that idea. We would love to hear from you guys. So let us know. It could be you. Also, please rate us and leave us reviews on iTunes. Those help us. That's how podcasts get seen. The more reviews, the better. And uh, so we'll wrap it up. We'll see you guys on Monday. We could fly